going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Gig Pigs, where Ivo Graham has just described himself as the fun one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! Literally, what, two seconds before you said it? You, and as I pressed record, you, I would say, had the blissful face of a man very much unaware of, slash non believing of the possibility of about to be knifed like that by a. But I mean, deservedly knifed. (laughs) And like, it's very hard now to be like, that's not what I think. Don't worry, Ivor, I'm not requesting you to not be the fun one. Uh, well, season two, or certainly this bit of content from it, kicks off with Alex Healy certainly being the fun one, if it's saying a thing which has absolutely reduced me <laughs> <laughs> to rubble. We must say, in context, yes. that while, as described quite a lot, and I'll tell you what, I'd love to spend a bit less of series two than series one discussing how you do most of the admin, partly because I think regular listeners will be sick of hearing that, partly because... You're stepping up to the plate. It'd be great to step up to the yeah, plate, you but, are. but mainly because the listeners have heard enough about it. So sure. if it is a case of same dynamic, but mention it less, that's yes. fine. A combination of you stepping up to the plate slash stop talking about the plate. Yeah, stop talking about the plate. So without any further acknowledging of the pre-existing plate, let's talk about the bucket hats in front of me on Alex's spare bed in Ivo's room. I'm at his house in South... And we're here to... To announce Series 2 of the podcast? We are announcing Series 2 of the podcast, and although we, of course, bring both fun and admin to the podcast, specifically with this, I've prepared a quiz, unrequested, uh, for <laughs> Alex said, Ivo, have you done any of the things that we discussed doing for Series 2? I've done a quiz, but we've also got in front of us Alex's computer with a few things we're going to tell you about Series 2, and when Alex said we should sit a bit further apart so we don't interference on our microphones, can you still see the screen? I said, I don't need to see the screen. I'm the fun. <laughs> so so that was a reference to how in this one, I just need to be near the bucket hats and you could be near yeah. the list of sort of Patreon benefits for this in this context. <laughs> Should we get on with my bucket hatted fun? Are we doing bucket hatted fun pre or post the series? No, of- no. Let's get into that word document that I can just about read. Fantastic. Let's say it together. The first episode of series two is Josh, Josh Widdicombe on Blur. Blur. Yes, we are very much a male podcast hosting duo with 
some very obvious nods in our podcast to our friends and undeniable comedic influences, James A. Castor and Ed Campbell, and some of our episodes are recorded where Off Menu is filmed. And sometimes when we have a format point, you say, is this our still or sparkling? So what better way to eliminate any further claims of plagiarism than saying the name of the guest in unison like they do at the start of Off Menu? Right, fair enough. Sorry, you didn't like any of that. <laughs> you had the face of a man going, I don't like any of this journey, and presumably we're on this journey because the destination is bad. <laughs> <laughs> what was your least favorite bit of the journey? I think I think what was worse is I I really thought the destination was going to be good, oh, and then when <laughs> it was oh, just like another thing about it being. I believe that it's a compliment to the lads that Still or Sparkling has become such a reference point for just any format point in the podcast, and I think we've mentioned recording at Plosive Studios before. Yes, yes, that's true. So none of this is new information. It's just the information no. has never been aggregated together in such a sort of self-indicted way at such an important narrative point for our own independent and original venture. <laughs> I do get why it was a bad idea. <laughs> Just let me get out my bucket hat. So we're here to talk about Josh Whitaker. And we must say it separately. We're here to talk to Josh. No, you're, I can't, Josh I'm never Whittaker. going to say anything in unison with you ever again. <laughs> okay. And we're here to talk to Josh about what his dream opening track at a Blur concert is. <laughs> what his dream middle track at a Blur concert is and his dream encore at a Blur concert. Yes, absolutely. And that's a great episode which we've recorded and we've recorded lots more for series two and in that way, at least, it's very much going to be business as if you can say usual after one series where every week there's a new episode with a new guest and a new artist. That's coming out on Thursday the 28th of September. Yes. But indeed, in a way, it already has dropped if you're hearing this because we have launched a Patreon for our sins. Yes, and our sins. And I am staying quiet during any mention of the sort of chronology or Alex saying these cool, mysterious things. Like, in a way, it's already <laughs> right, dropped right. because I don't want to, A, ruin the sort of suspense of you saying it in this spooky way. But also, I. I your guy pierce in Memento and you don't really know what's happening. And I have seen to that. Be- <laughs> I've seen Memento. <laughs> Yes. That's out now. So, sorry, the film Memento has been out for years, but the right. episode yes. of Gig Pigs with Josh Whittacombe about the band Blur yes. is currently out. If you subscribe to our Patreon, so you'll get that now. And in general, you'll be getting those episodes three days early. You'll be getting those on the Monday rather than the Thursday. So is this mini episode, as well as being a lovely quiz using some bucket hats, it's also it's announcing the Patreon? Yes, exactly. And what's really fun about this is often in like a corporate training video, what Ivo just did would be like a really helpful scripted thing that you help the audience understand by going, and sorry, and so the point of this video, it's like Ivo had a sort of genuine look of confusion in his eye about what he was doing. Well, some people already know about the Patreon because they've already listened to Josh Whittacombe on Blur. Uh, or is it they could have done? They could have done. <laughs> Ivo just momented. So the Josh Whittacombe episode on Blur that we've already recorded the top yeah. and tail of. That's already out, is it? That's now out if you subscribe to the Patreon. But how can they subscribe to Patreon when this is advertising? It's the there in the Patreon ether. Ah. If you subscribe oh, sorry. to yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't have listened to that before you are listening to this, could you? Somehow. No, I suppose if you physically came up to one of us on like Wednesday... Hey, but before this is it, if and you then type you've gig got... pigs into Patreon, if you for the last year have been going onto <laughs> Patreon.com and being like, hey, listen, maybe Ivo's in charge of the admin this week and there is a gig pigs Patreon, but it just hasn't been announced. <laughs> and to be honest, I had the great privilege of just now watching Alex establish that the Patreon domain gig pigs was available. Yes, please. So that's great news. It's there. Josh Whittacombe is there talking about blur. And then also no ads. Say bye to ads if you join in on the Patreon. So ad free episodes. Yes. You'll never buy anything again. Yes, free yourself from the shackles of commerce. 
started shackling yourself to the specific commerce of gig pigs. <laughs> as well as that, we'll be putting out a lot of bonus episodes. Some of will be a mixture of mini little episodes, little uh, extra bits from our episodes with our guests. Yes. And then, very excitingly for us as well, Ivan and I will be recording longer bonus episodes. Yes, where if you're thinking, this is all a little... More gigs? They're going to more gigs? <laughs> more gigs. No, no, we're no, not. No. At the moment, we'll be watching sort of various music documentaries, I think is the plan for the first phase of this. And we've already watched the Naughties New York music scene documentary, Meet Me in the Bathroom. We've watched it twice. We've watched it twice, but we watched it so long ago the first time that we've forgotten it. So we watch it again so that we could be hot off the press in recording our hour-long chat. Oh, it was great. It was such a great evening at your home eating Thai food, absolutely destroying you at FIFA, at Man United 5, Seville 1. Yeah, so we're 1-0 up. Dawns don't come falsely. <laughs> uh, and then we watched Meet Me in the Bathroom with your brother and your fiancé, who had a partial interest in it. Fiancé interested, brother had headphones in for something else. That's but fine. then when he saw some footage of Donald Trump from the early noughties on TV, he sort of perked up because he's sort of, he's very anti-Trump, but I just mean that the music washed over him, but the kind of early noughties political scene setting was of interest. And that's perfect for our ratio, really, because it's a bonus music-based patron of a music podcast, but it will, of course, dip into other <laughs> topics that would excite the Tom Keelys of this world. <laughs> Although, to be fair, if Tom had looked up, taken his headphones off and watched it, that bit about, uh, who was it? Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump, sorry. Or indeed, George Bush or Osama Bin Laden or many of the other big political figures of the Meet Me in the Bathroom supporting cast. We've just done a, a trailer for series two where we're having to list a series of examples, but it would be like, Heim, Blur, Pulp. And you've had to be like, um, uh, Donald Trump, uh, George Bush, Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> like, some of the great guests we've got on series two of Fix. Yes, no, it did feel a bit weird. That aquatic thing. interview with a Bin Laden was hard, but... Um, He's buried at sea. He's buried at sea. Controversially, it was seen as a disrespectful thing to do. Yes, and we will not be contradicting that in our Meet Me in the Bathroom episode. This is the most I've no. ever, we've ever talked on a mic about the sea burial of Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> I hope never to talk about the sea burial of Osama Bin Laden for even a fraction of the amount we just have. Yes, so sorry for doing it in your ears. But the point is, I'm genuinely quite aside from any commercial intrigues behind <laughs> setting up a Patreon. Will anyone do it but there's also <laughs> the genuine excitement for me to just spend more time with you which i know sounds sarcastic but it really isn't because while we have so many fantastic going to watch live music is amazing getting to go with this lovely revolving carousel of our friends and indeed some people in the comedy world who we haven't hung out that much and then we have an incredibly bonding experience basically the podcast is a fantastic social and for you the listener parasocial experience <laughs> Uh, but um, but also, I have so much fun just talking to you in the comfort of our homes about just niche music shit from usually 2005. <laughs> and I know that that's not for everyone. And sometimes it's not even for us. Alex will be going into the minutiae of a... No, I was about to say that there was... I'm always interested. Anything you're talking about from 2005, I'm in. Great. And I think we have collected sufficient evidence from talking to people about gig pigs that there are people who are not ashamed of the murkiness of those depths, as it were. <laughs> Annoying to use murky depths so soon after the old sea burial <laughs> chat. But what I mean is, yeah, we know you're out there, niche people. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Niche people, not niche people. We know you're, <laughs> well, look, this episode's great. Niche's episode in season one, and he would be... He's got such a fantastic music. It's quite annoying. It's actually not loads of it seems to be in 2005. No. Like he might have like some brilliantly articulate things to say about Kanye West's 
first or second album from 2005. I think it would have to be a very long car journey with Nish. Where I was like, Nish, could I tell you about Q Magazine's review of the second Franz Ferdinand <laughs> album from 2005 <laughs> and why the phrase, its greatest hits feel is its biggest strength and weakness, has sort of haunted my relationship with all pieces of music and indeed art that feel like they're sort of almost too good in the near 20 years since. And that car journey is maybe like a co-headline gig in Falkirk for some logistical reason you both had to get back to London that night. Yes, that's exactly right. Although I will never go to Falkirk again after 2019. (laughs) Sorry to the 13 people who came, five of whom were friends of my parents. We did our best. I genuinely plucked yeah. that name out of nowhere with no intent to psychologically damage you. And it's very exciting what side quests you can but achieve on the way. a Guardian Q&A, not to be confused with the review, don't read the review, read the Q&A <laughs> from earlier this year, which I believe you've read and which I reference you in our podcast in, I do say I think that Falkirk was my worst ever gig. So something's gone on there, <laughs> consciously or subconsciously. <laughs> it would have been great to have Nish there. Yeah. Where were you, Nish, in 2019? <laughs> What you're getting from this Murky Depths Patreon, you're getting early episodes. You're getting ad-free episodes. You're getting ad-free episodes. You're getting bonus episodes. And you're getting bonus episodes to the tune of probably at least three or four, I would say, per month. We're taking some bits from our interviews with guests, perhaps with bonus questions like your worst ever gig, perhaps with a very specific section of chat, which was so niche or so libelous. Too dismissive for the main body. Too hot for spot. Fine. <laughs> and uh, or that was just easily cuttable for continuity reasons. <laughs> That's going in. And then we're having great fun watching these documentaries. Late night wanging on about some lovely documentary. We've also. mentioned it before many times but the Red Hot Chili Peppers at Live Earth 2007. There exists an hour and 20 minutes of us talking about six minutes of a Red Hot Chili Peppers set in the deep archives of my Zoom. The first thing we recorded, and in many ways still the thing I just want to put out and see. What's the thing in your mind, you know when there's like a TV show where there's an unbroadcast pilot and then it comes out and then it looks so different to the show that you know and love? Like You know how The Simpsons early seasons look yes. like a different... Friends Series 1 looks very different to Friends Series 2. Peep Show changes a lot after its first series. Yes, that's true. Are there any shows where they had a laugh track for one season and then removed it or anything like that? Anyway, I'm not saying that the Red Hot Chili Peppers unbroadcast pilot is as different, but maybe we'll sling that out of the archives for a sort of novelty factor. We've still got, depending on your perspective, the same passion for talking enthusiastically about granular details of live (laughs) and recordings of live music that we did when we were recording that episode 10 months ago, or we're still making exactly the same mistakes we made then. (laughs) (laughs) Either it was great and we're great now, it was shit and we're still shit. Yeah, yeah. No progress. No change. Seinfeld style. Oh, and a quiz. Obviously the quiz that I'm going to give you now, but also I will do a monthly quiz. It's straight down the line. That's Ivo's fiefdom. And again, this might have been a good pre-record chat, but what is... um, (laughs) Is that getting emailed? I think that's getting emailed. I think there's a sort of newsletter email function, he says very hopefully for Patreon, but I think, I believe there is. Sort of secret email for the secret email Patreon gang. Lovely. I like that a lot. I'm excited to do the quiz. I think we're getting quite close to it. We're uh, getting quite close to the quiz. But Alex, how much does this Patreon (laughs) cost? It's a fiver a month. You're having to time travel to probably 2015 to get that in the Hammersmith Apollo. Our beloved Hammersmith Apollo for a pint. Our beloved Hammersmith Apollo. Yes, when I saw Kate Bush with my father at the Hammersmith Apollo in, I want to say, 2014. What's the price of the price price of a pint? Sorry? (laughs) Trying to make a joke about Kate Bush being turned right wing by the price of... She's not that right wing, but there was that whole debate about whether she's a Tory or not. Oh, Um, really? Well, in unrelated news, me and my father (laughs) went to see... My father does not love Kate Bush for her viewers. He genuinely has just loved her the eclectic brilliance and uniqueness of her live work for, I guess. She's a peerless artist. Yes. 
In fact, after I received a slightly sub-positive bit of critical acknowledgement at the Edinburgh Fringe this year, my dad called me up and said, people didn't like Kate Bush's The Kick Inside when it came out. (laughs) (laughs) Which was so nice. That's lovely. I don't think it was The Kick Inside. I think it was Never Forever. I should have taken this a bit closer to my heart, given (laughs) what a genuinely sweet moment it was. But I did have to say, yes, but that is a now really critically acclaimed album by one of the great individual artists of all time. What you're saying is you're not as sure that there's going to be, in 20 years, a Pitchfork Sunday retrospective review where the points are upped for that particular show, because you hopefully won't be touring that show in 20 years. We didn't realise at the time (laughs) quite what Ivo getting audience members to throw bouncy balls to other audience members said about society. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen the show. It's fantastic. Thanks, man. That's not what it's about. Also, don't. it's going on tour. might not be time myself in absolute yeah, knots yeah. here. So anyway, it's a fiver for all that. That's <laughs> in a pint. Kate Bush, may I? We were very keen to go to Kate Bush. My dad was obviously desperate to go. He missed out on the sort of standard tickets. So instead we got, I think it's the only VIP package I've ever been involved in. We went for a meal before the gig at the church next to the Hammersmith Apollo, which was a bit weird. And that's part of the VIP package? Yeah, you got a meal, but don't worry, it wasn't a cheap meal. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It cost the VIP package... If we're talking in Patreon terms, it's the sort of the one we're going to do in a minute, which is like a ludicrous sum of money. Was Kate Bush there? But the Patreon meal, the VIP package? Oh, no. no. Just all mucking, serve a bit of wine. Mucking and serve a bit of wine. So that's less than a pint a month, fiver. But also, if you're in the first hundred Patreons to support us, you get a permanent forever discount instead of a fiver. It will be... £3.80. Ivo, would you like to explain why it's £3.80? Yes. In an episode we did earlier this summer called Future Dogs Die in Kaiser Ferdinand's Hot Hot Car Party, that was based on the aforementioned Franz Ferdinand review in the aforementioned, I think, September 2005 issue of Q magazine that I brought to your parents' house after a gig as what I genuinely called a gift. And we recorded (laughs) an episode off the back of it, which I would say quite close to the sort of thing we'll be aiming at with our content for this side proj, because it's not specifically about live music, but it is me and you at our most pig. And that magazine's cost was? £3.80. <laughs> That's what I was paying for a Q magazine in 2005, although it was actually a subscription bought for me by my parents, so it was probably a different overall price and not paid by me. But also, crucially, 3.8 is what Pitchfork disgracefully gave Everything Everything's superb debut, Man Alive. Ian Cohen. I've read and You've loved read so many Ian Cohen reviews over the years, but he's this... a good reviewer and that's why it's smarted. Yes. Future Mercury Prize contenders continue to make it difficult for us to take UK hypes very seriously. Oof. That's tough, man. Fuck everything, everything, and fuck the UK, say Pitchfork, yeah. as they always do. Unless it's Laura Snape's reviewing everything, everything for them, which she sometimes does. She'll give them a 7.6. She won't go to Best New Music, but she'll be like... But this Ian is good Cohen, stuff. like, sticking two fingers up to the special relationship. We've watched Meet Me in the Bathroom for this project. It's a wonderful, almost like patriotically stirring piece about how a lot of these bands became popular in the UK first and America should be grateful to the enemy. (laughs) And then here on Pitchfork, it's like, the UK says we should like a band. We don't, I'm afraid. (laughs) 3.8. Oh, man. I want to do an episode where I just read this review through with you and talk to you about your specific objections Oh, man. Would you like to hear that? Could you email us at (laughs) geekpeakspodcast at gmail.com? And we'll just put it on the Patreon anyway. So, (laughs) So, yes, it's £5 for monthly Patreon. Or if you're £3.80 for the first 100 heroes. The first 100... Piglets? I do. That's weirdly, given how much of this we're literally busking on recording, I'm like, no, no, no. We can't name it on that. Right. I know you're feeling clever because you've remembered the word piglet now. (laughs) 
we recorded an episode earlier That's today a where Alex... That's call forward joke for about eight weeks' time, so just remember that. He forgot then... the word piglet. I forget everything all of the time, and I need Alex to hold my hand and occasionally just hold my whole body in his arms, but he <laughs> forgot the word piglet. Uh, I'm still smarting and sweating. Is there any other Patreon tiers, Alex? There's one more Patreon tier. There is the Guy Hands from EMI slash Rich Beyond My Wildest Dreams tier. I haven't quite decided which one to call it. They're from the same story, aren't they, about Robbie Williams? They're from the same story. So for just £10,000 a month, you can force us to go pig a particular gig of your choice, band of your choice, venue of your choice. We have to go and watch that gig and we will record an episode of Gig Pigs about it because you are guy hands of the venture capital organisation Terra Firma who bought EMI in the early noughties and handed Robbie Williams an £80 million contract for a series of albums which went quite badly and EMI was subsequently liquidated as a result of those poor business decisions. So if you're someone with (laughs) more money than sense... That's such a funny, like, you know when they do the small print really fast? (laughs) (laughs) And why not join the guy hands from EMI, £10,000 a month, gig big, record a special episode with you at a gig of your choice. Guy hands from EMI, (laughs) it's actually a very, very bad business decision. You knew what the joke was going to be there, and then I wasn't fast enough to actually uh, say it. I'm very bad at that as a speaker. We must say £10,000 a month. It does not include travel outside the M25, so if you want us to go to... I thought it was outside the UK. Nope, outside the M25. I don't care about the 10000 a month. It's 10000 a month plus a £200 for three return oh, tickets to Manchester. I'll tell you what, if you want to do the guy hands, we'll discuss it more. If that's yeah. the difference maker, let's get in touch via email and start discussing it. I'm not ruling it out completely. I love to pay for my own travel. And we will pod it. We'll pod it. We might not put it out of the main feed. It might just be that we send you an MP3 of your mad guy hands puppet master pod. But you got your three tiers. You got your normal five a month tier. Yes. You got your three pounds eighty initial hundred heroes, and then you've got your insane more money than sense guy hands tier. Ten thousand pounds a month, please. Great to call your tier the more money than sense tier. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads, and remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life: tap into the Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and use your outside voice. What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with the Weather Channel app. Alex, in April this year, I went shortly after seeing you when you absolutely sweetly brought me a box of Krispy Kremes filled with crisps at the end of the London Marathon. I went to the EFL Awards wearing a white bucket hat for a Harry McCurdy costume, which was almost immediately realised to be a mistake. (laughs) However, I did buy two white bucket hats for the occasion because I bought them online and I wanted an insurance hat in case one didn't fit. (laughs) And also I thought, I'm not going to take it to the charity shop immediately, my spare bucket hat, because now the aesthetic pleasure of holding two bucket hats, one with a black inner, one with a white inner. Now, this is for a recap of series one, just to remind these potential Patreons of all the good times had so far. Previously on Gig Pigs. Yes. There are 20 pieces of paper in both hats. In both hats. As in 21, 20 is in the other. Is it comedian guest in one hat and band in another hat? That'd be pretty great, wouldn't it? But it's harder. It's harder. Yes. Oh, recommend, uh, no, rec- no, recommendation? That's far too hard. That's far too hard. Okay. Venue. 
No, that's fun as well. So, listen, I could have had a thousand hats on this bed. <laughs> a thousand hats. <laughs> he stares wistfully towards the horizon. Yes, but I am also staring at that. I'm You're late. late. I'm late for dinner. Important date. For a dear bunch of lads to celebrate one of those birthday. It's one of the more forgivable latenesses. But nonetheless. When Ivo's late, he will waste more time explaining exactly why he's late. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> yes, as it currently stands, I'm going to be 15 minutes late for a, uh, yeah. So, Alex, I'm going to give you a quiz. How many questions? They're very quick answers. I uh, think they're ten. going to be 10. Okay. It's going to last two minutes. And how many passes? Let's say I'm allowed three passes. Okay. Is that a lot of passes? That's two a lot pa- of passes. Two, two, passes. Two, two passes. Two passes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two passes. Two hats. Two friends. <laughs> Five pounds. <laughs> or three pounds 80. Probably three pounds 80. Uh, but so do get on it. Some people might have already. Yeah. Do the secret Patreon advertising <laughs> of just telling people about it. Well, people searching gig things on Patreon. Yeah, I have to explain the exact chronology for it. It was yeah, a real yeah, treat, so, actually. Yeah, there's no need for that. I don't want to have to order my food via text, but it is looking that way. So, Alex, we have did 20 episodes in Series 1, yes. which was basically 20 gigs, although one of them was a Glastonbury special. In one hat, there are 20 first tracks. And in one other hat, there are 20 closing tracks oh, wow. of those set lists. For the Glastonbury episode, it is the first track that I saw at Glastonbury. Okay, fine. And the last track I saw at Glastonbury. And for gigs, which one of us is late for, that doesn't matter. It's just the first and last in the set list. You can draw from either hat at either time. I mean, what do you broadly think you would score higher on? Opening or closing? Closing? Surely you've got, the, you've got to be the banger of the gig. Luckily, I can't remember which hat is which. <laughs> You'll we'll find out quickly. quickly. Am I plunging my hand as into blindly the... as possible? Plunge the hand. I'll time it, and you get two passes. And how many do you think you're going to get in this time? Out of a possible forty, I'm going to hope for twenty. Ooh, three. Very interesting. Okay, are you ready? Go. He's gone for, and this is. We've got smoke. Caroline Polachek. Yes, and we've established that, that is. We've got He's... boys don't cry. The cure. He's sticking in the closing track we've pile. We've got. Break stuff, <laughs> a Limbiscuit. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, we've got 1901 <laughs> Phoenix. It's going we've well. got the ideal husband, Father John Misty. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> we've got still raining uh, something from the Glastonbury episode. No, uh, no. okay. That's no, all, that's, that's all right. Uh, what is it? Pass. I'm electing okay, to, I'm I'm electing to pass. go back to it if you need to. I'm electing to pass. We've got you not go for any motion picture tracks. soundtrack that is Rick Simpson's rendition of Kid A. Yes, we've got Inhaler Falls. He's trying to do the whole. I'm, oh, no, I'm, he's gone okay, to the opening track. Hat. Dark of the Matinee, Franz Ferdinand. Impressive. We've got Narcissus. Mm, Narcissus. <laughs> Narcissus. Oh, is that Napalm Death? Yes, it is. Yes. Incredible yes. performance. We've got Bogus or Brandy, The Hives. <laughs> we've got uh, Love Lover Friend. Fuck. What's Love Lover Friend? Shit. Okay, I'm going to have to pass that. Okay, so he's had his two passes now. This is bad. United in Grief, Kendrick Lamar, even though for me it was a medium chicken. (laughs) We've got three lines. That is the Glastonbury special because you're watching The Lightning Seeds. Yes, fantastic. And then I'm going to go back to the closers because I don't trust hating another pass. No one is lost. Stars. Yes. We've got, how am I doing for time? Rocket Man, Glastonbury special. Yes. You didn't see anything after Elton. BNBN, Black Midi. Yes. Got 15 seconds left. We've got this fire, Franz Ferdinand. We've got... Do you think we'll last forever? We've Caroline Rose. Yes. We've got Cattails. Is that also Black Midi? No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, Ooh, and that's, that's, I'm out of time. I'm out that of time. Is the timer? I'm pleased with my performance there, and I think Narcissus Napalm Death was great. What was also, I wasted a second of your time trying to remember whether it was Napalm Beth or Father John Misty. <laughs> I don't think that second is getting me through. Now Cattails 
is oh we've it's mentioned big him. thief yes, it's it big is. thief a love love a friend was someone you mentioned right at the end of the quiz you got the closing track but the opening track was love love a friend oh was that that's caroline rose that's as well. caroline rose this is the interesting thing about the game because you're absolutely right the last track is nearly always a big banger but still raining still was raining the, i think was that kendrick no it was self-esteem oh it's a great self-esteem song but it's probably not in the sort of five or even ten self-esteem songs you'd expect the gig to be closed with. So there we go. We've got five openers. My estimation, my hope was 23. Well, I can tell you, Alex, that there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven openers. Closers still in the closing. So I've got 18. 23 was a ludicrous... You've never done a quiz like this before. You had no idea. No, but I was backing myself to do one every five seconds. The speed was thrilling. Thank you. Can we complete the slow uh, with less jeopardy? We've got lottery noises. What? Glad that didn't come up. Is that also, is that, no, but Napalm Death, come on. I don't know what Lottery Noises is. It is hard, isn't it? It's the last song by, this is bad, that I'm undermining myself, Lottery Noises. I think it might have been, oh, I do know, I've realised before, it's always. Oh, great. Ooh, saviour. You've just mentioned him a couple of times. Kendrick? Yep, you weren't there, to be fair. You come lucky with what came out of the hat. Lucky, yeah, there were a couple of bullets with my name. Siege of Power. That's Napalm Death, yeah. surely. <laughs> Siege of power. And then we've got Running Up That Hill, A Deal With God. Georgia. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Tick, tick, boom. The Hives. And we've got Are You Mine by Arctic Monkeys. We go through the open. No, room. we can't. This is one of those points in my life where I go, let's go. <laughs> I must prioritize the next thing ahead of the current thing because I yes. do love the current thing, especially I, when it's a bucket thank hat you full for of that song titles. Alex, what a lovely, what you a lovely did great thing. on the quiz. Thank and also, you. Rocket Man was it was the last track of the Elton John on the Sunday headliner. I briefly went to a sort of you were giving me a stone tent. circle, yeah, yeah, like interminable <laughs> drone brackets. Eighteen minutes in stone circle is not what you're giving me on a piece of paper. Well, I think stone circle, stone circle would be quite easy actually. Yeah. But yes, Rocket Man was the closing song of Glastonbury 2023, and what a great time it was, and what a great time this has been, <laughs> and what a great time it could be in the future if you were prepared to pay anywhere between three pounds eighty and five pounds brackets or. £10,000. <laughs> Alex, thank you so much for steering the ship all the way to the cusp of S2 and accompanying Patreon. That's really exciting. <laughs> and we've recorded loads of it already and we know it's great. We've been yeah. to so many great gigs already for this and festivals and things we've watched. It's all happening. It's all happening. See you all soon. And my tour show's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs>